0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: parking lot. Shout out to Willie D. I was in that Willie D video when I was about 14. Looking crazy. Shout out to Pimp C. You know we used to sleep and listen to that UGK. And, and, your girl, but your sister was all right.
0: Done
2: before, Never leave the gang stranded, I had to give more I'ma give you what you want, what you waiting for Make the music that the people can't ignore A lot of niggas is bitches, a lot of bitches be tripping A lot of them be wishing that they was in my position A lot of niggas be cowards and most chicks be chickens Fuck about the fuck up, beef ain't tripping Most dudes is okay, half of the rest ain't Talking about what they wanna do, reality they change Ask them what they life worth, watch em draw a blank I really ain't got no interest if it don't involve a bank Most of the time I'm nice to them, half the time I'm not It ain't Nothing new. Don't like it from off the block. People think I change my cause I'm looking good Man, they get my voice now, hear calling the through Sometimes I feel bad, most of the time I don't Cause if I don't protect my shit, other the niggas won't Don't want me to neglect my shit Take it for a joke, but I'm staying on the Never going back to broke Anything I want, I get it cause I know I need it CD coming and I know you hate it Anything I need, gotta have it, but I'm gonna grab it Ain't nothing better, at me, satisfaction Everything I am, cause I had to make it happen They never thought that I would make it right anything I need I got to have it that I'm gonna grab it Ain't nothing better than that that is fashion Now I'ma do this thing like it ain't done before Never leave the gang stranded, I had to give more I'ma give you what you want, what you waiting for Make the music that the people can't ignore See how we do this thing, dawg Here we go again, Dre and Bombshell Don't you love how we blend? Radio stations, DJs, they spin pro all determined to win You tryna enter through the back door Ain't nothing happening, this whole shit is my shit, bitch And I'm the captain Eat me, join me, baby Yeah, I'm a We of the angry, we of the and
3: of the angry, and angry, of the angry, angry, the angry of the angry, angry, it's the Angry Divas of the Angry Divas Radio Show on GlobetalkRadio.com. So,
4: what you're gonna do? It's the Angry Divas Radio Show with Triple Dark God as the host. Airing live weekdays on Talk Radio at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check out our website that's www.angrydivas.com. This has been another Big House Production. The Angry Divas. It's the Angry
0: Diva of the Angry, 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 Angry.
4: Goofy's laughing at me in the chat room. Peace, everybody. Peace be unto you, and welcome, one and all, to the Angry Divas Radio Show. That's right, baby. Mm. That's right. Angry Divas up in this bitch. We come to you live every weekday. That's Monday through Friday right here on blogtalkradio.com. Yes. And this has been another Bitch House production, The incredible. Yes. Yeah. Very thankful for the production team. We're going to get it started in just a few seconds, you know. Pussy run this ship, so I think I'll give a little quick shout out to all them. Pretty legs and great big knockers and make the world such a beautiful, delightful,
1: and way more livable place uh-huh. <laughs>
3: You're never around. I'll never forget it, you know. I was having tea one time with my girlfriend Clementine. The doorbell rang. There was a delivery boy there with two dozen roses. I opened the card. It said, love, from your boyfriend Ernie. I said to Clementine, Clementine, do you know what this means? For the next two weeks, I'm going to be flat on my back. With my legs wide open, Clementine said to me, What's the matter with you? Ain't you got a vibe? That's what keeps me now. I'll
0: never
3: forget it, you know. I seem to have forgotten it. I'll never forget it, you know. For the longest time, I didn't wear no underwear. You subscribe, my boyfriend Ernie, absolutely batty. One time I caught a terrible cold. Ernie said to me, "Soap, you've got a terrible cold. You've got to go see the doctor right away. I said, All right, Ernie, make an appointment for me. So he rang up the doctor, and this is what he said, unbeknownst to me, Doc. I'm sending soap over. She's got a terrible cold, but that's not the problem. The problem is, she don't wear no underwear. Do me a favor. Tell her the reason she got this cold is on account of she don't wear no underwear. You got that? right Oh, says the doc. So I, like a schmuck, sat on down to the doctor's office. Doctor says, open your mouth and say, ah. I opened my mouth. I said, ah. You can stop clapping. <laughs> doc looked down the throat. He said, soap. You ain't wearing no underwear. I said, I beg your pardon? He said to me, Soph, you ain't wearing no underwear. I said to him, Doctor, you can look down my throat and see I ain't wearing no underwear. He said, that's right, Soap. I said, Doc, do me a favor. Look up my ass and tell him my hat's on straight. <laughs>
4: I guess I could go ahead on and, and ride on and right? but y'all know I can't ride in without playing my ride in song. Whose house is this? It's the Angry Diva. It's the Angry Divas Radio Show. It's the Angry Diva. The Bella The Angry Divas Radio Show. This has been another bitch house production. This has. Been Another bitch house production. The Angry Divas Radio Show. In live weekdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on BlockHawkRadio.com. Check out our website www.angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A. Get it right, boo. This has been another bitch house production. The The Angry Divas Radio Show. The Bella Fossa. The angry. The angry. Divas, the angry. Divas.
0: Is that- it's the
4: Angry Diva, it's the, it's the Angry Diva, alright, welcome everybody, and we're off, we're off to a great start, first and foremost, happy Wednesday to everybody, happy day of Mercury, Um, you know, batting down your hatches and get your mercurial offerings and self in order, because Mercury is going retrograde, baby, as of October before, mm-hmm, That is just a hop, skip and a jump away. In other news, we got scandal coming back. Hot fucks. Shonda. Girl. Shonda. Shonda Rhimes, baby. I've been missing me some you. Ain't been no Shonda nothing nowhere. No Grey's Anatomy. I mean, private practice is off, and I wasn't really that into private practice, I won't lie. I had to watch it because it was Shonda, you know?
3: (laughs) I had to watch it because it was Shonda.
4: But, um, you know, Grey's Anatomy, uh, we've got How to Get Away with Murder, we've got Scandal back in the house, and it's Scandal Friday. Scandal
0: Friday.
4: It is coming back. Y'all know, like I told y'all, our first, because, you know, Scandal has been on for many a year, and Diva has been a fan for just as long, as Scandal has been out. But Angry Divas did not get started until January 29th this year. We're basically at this. We're just getting our little, you know, radio talk on. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know, right? You wouldn't even believe it, but my... First radio show, Valkyrie and I, um, Valkyrie was my co-host at the time, and we got it started. It was January 29th, and here we are, and it's September. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Anyway,
4: so we started our first Angry Diva Scandal Friday, you know, I guess we can say our first volume of the Angry Divas Scandal Fridays this particular season that just passed. It was a phenomenal season. If you're not up to snuff on Scandal, I suggest that you find some place and way to watch them. You can always go on angrydivas.com. That's D-E-V-A-S. Get it right, boo. And you'll be able to click. It's, um. let's see. You go over to the tab that says more, and then it's the second offering. It's called Scandal Fridays. And if you click that, It will take you into the Angry Divas analysis, all eight episodes that we did of Scandal Friday, where I introduced the concept of the divine dark masculine to the black women's empowerment community, which has been an absolutely wonderful thing because I'm watching their writing, and it's just amazing watching the analysis we work into so many of their expressions and their attempts at decoding the patriarchy and explaining it, it's wonderful watching, you know, you plant a seed and you watch it grow. So it's just wonderful watching all the little seeds, all little trees grow for all the seeds that you plant. And so we did a, a dark divine masculine bingo around here where we introduce not just the masculine or the male, excuse me, the male forms of the masculine and the divine dark masculine at that, But where that energy showed up in the female characters as well. And it was just it's amazing for me and you know, so many other sisters have really enjoyed it and I get I got a whole lot of, you know, emails after the show was over, like, Oh my God, no scandal Friday, what do we got now? You know? And I was I was hurting I was hurting a little bit, you know. One of my callers said, You miss scandal, don't you? Yes, I did. So, it's coming back in, and this Friday, that is the day after tomorrow, we will be in here at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time talking about what happened, what had did happen on Scandal. And, Shonda, I know you're not going to let me down because you haven't. (laughs) You haven't. Amazing. Amazing. Love it. Shonda Rhimes is a genius at what she does, and I love it. I actually can't wait to get into um, how to get away with murder. And we might need to do some shows on that. So we'll see. We'll see how things shape up. Uh, but I wanted to make sure I took care of housekeeping and announcements. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So today's show, we're going to be talking about when helping people hurts you. And I decided to talk, to title the show, The Angry Divas is Not Your F and Mammy because I'm going to talk about myself, of course, right? I talk about the things and the occurrences, the experiences that I've had in my life, and I give all the passion, ire, and fire, and I share my pain. I I have learned so much from the things that have hurt me, um, and I know that I'm not the only one who has experienced these things, and I also know that part of the reason there's so much shaming of women and blaming of women is to keep women silent about what's happened to them. You know. I'm so thankful we had Jacqueline Harris come in here and talk about, you know, her book, Sacred Tone Masters. She was talking about her interview and her time with Alice Walker and how Alice Walker had death threats issued to her simply for writing The Color Purple. And this was by black folks, black men and women, who sent death threats to her for telling her truth. It is a frightening thing to stand tall and tell your truth it, it and it's also a very brave thing you know don't get me wrong but it is it there's a lot of it takes a lot of confidence determination and groundedness to stand tall through all the things you've been through bear witness to those things exactly how they have happened how you have experienced them what impact it's had on your life And what lessons you've been able to take away from it, knowing that there are people listening to feed, to try to glean, to try to see how they can put you in a box because their limited understanding says, oh, they're just hurting. They don't really see the the fullness of you, how powerful it actually is when you actually do decide. I'm not going to cower to my story. I am not going to omit pieces of me to make you comfortable or to comfort and massage your fears and your ignorance it takes a lot stand up for yourself and black women we are skilled like a motherfucker at standing up for everybody else but when it comes time for you to stand up for you that's not so easy anymore (sighs) say this to you as someone who understands how hard it is to stand up for yourself. I have been there. When I do stand up for myself, I often find myself in situations where it's a compromise or a sacrifice. Am I going to continue to sacrifice the worth and the value of me to this person who really just wants somebody to cry to? Am I going to sacrifice this person's right to grow instead of enabling them by being just the person who listens to their tears? Or am I going to give in and let them remain on in this way? You know, people who call themselves good people because they listen to other people, you're not good people. Because most of you then call people like me and bitch about how this one, that one, and the other one only ever calls you when they got something wrong in their life. (laughs) I don't think that makes one a good person, that you sit and listen to someone repetitively rehash the same situations reoccur in their life. I'm not talking about someone who has gotten bored and is processing it now. That's different. You got away from some shit. You know what I mean? You did put some distance between you and some shit. I get that. Fine. We could work. But you're still in the fray. And every three days, weeks, months, like clockwork, I'm getting a call or a text from you about the exact same situation. And I find myself saying the exact same thing to you. Now I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> you need your ass beat.
3: And so do I. You
4: know why? You know why? Because we are held responsible for what we do. Sometimes, the shit we think is helping somebody is actually enabling them to be a bum in their life, to lay down, to be the sacrifice, to not be God. You know, I got sister friends, and and I, I'm I'm gonna announce this now, and I know some of y'all listening. I really just don't even give a damn if you get upset, but um, I'm taking you off my Facebook, and here's why. Here's here's the things that are going to get you removed. <clears throat> You avail yourself of every free service, offering, and gift, but you never have time to invest in yourself. And you always have the same dumb quest and you don't do anything with the information. I'm getting rid of you. It's dishonorable to me. You got to go. You need something bad, but you can't invest in yourself. You got to go. You have invested in yourself, you have gotten the answer. You have gotten the remedy, the medicine. You know exactly what it is you need to do. You do pieces of it, you half ass it. You come back, you tell me you did what you were supposed to do, and you still have the problem. I'm getting rid of you. I'm not even going to explain that. You know why? How dare you? How dare you lie to the eye? How dare you? That's why. Mm hmm. Because I see through your ass like glass, and I see what's actually going on. Listen, we are, and I, we all go through this. I did this shit. I did this. I did this to my spiritual mentor, and she kicked a sorry black ass, and I'm glad
0: she did. I did that. It made me It made me a, a better priest, a better God.
4: It made me stand up and stop sniveling and crying and, fucking complaining to anybody who would listen about the same old shit that I let happen in my life. It forced me to decide what am I really going to do? What do I really want? Am I going to keep on laying down to the same old crap and crying the same old I'm a nice person? Or am I going to stand up and say, you know what? I am a good person. And good people don't let
3: fuck up people like this either. You don't let that happen. That's what I needed.
4: That's what I needed. I needed that ass whooping. And I'm glad she gave it to me. She refused to coddle me in my stupidity. She refused. Her time, the value of her wisdom, was simply too precious. Y'all, she even removed me from her Facebook. It taught me the value, too. I knew it was valuable I did all the shit That y'all try to do with me I don't mean to try to use you Or take from you You know I don't have any problem Of paying you for your time <laughs> It's just that It's it's just that It's just that You know I got kids Baby daddy a Light bill dude. I don't mean to be a robber But please let me Kick you into Let me rob you anyway, bitch did it i did it too i did it too that's why i know exactly what you're doing because i had to sit down with myself and look at myself and ask myself what really was i doing here a i never had a mother my mother was a piece of crap as far as mothers go she was the worst mother ever somebody should have never let her breed i don't know what happened there that's not my fault it is what it is all right it's terrible absolutely terrible for as good as she was she was terrible and it was not the right kind of situation that you should raise a child in her life was fucked up what more could there be but fuck up and fucked up next we did the best we could with what we had but i always wanted a mom my mom you know i missed who my mother was before she let my father break her Can we talk about that? Let's talk about the fact that we let men fuck us up for our children. Huh? Talk about that. You can't be the best mom you could be after some nigga that fucked you up. It takes a whole lot of work to restore yourself, and you're damn fooling yourself, and you're robbing your children if you believe otherwise. You lie to you. You don't lie to me. talking about. I've lived it and watched it and analyzed the fuck out of it. I missed mommy. My mommy. The woman, the nurturer, the defender, the disciplinarian, the way maker, the woman she was before she let my father break her. Before she chose to keep on Keep it on. For whatever the sake of whatever was, she had her reasons, but it cost her. Every choice has a cost and a benefit. You have to make sure that in your choice-making that the cost does not outweigh the benefit. See, this one piece right here is the reason that most black people's money, finances, and business sense is fucked up. We don't understand profit. We understand the liars. Hmm. Hmm. But we don't understand profit. We don't understand increase. Mm-hmm. We've forgotten how to make things grow. Something about that. It's really done a number on women because women have forgotten how to make things grow. They forgot that they also are still growing. I don't know. Maybe it's, I was, I was talking about this yesterday, that episode of everybody loves Raymond, where um, I think it's season eight, episode 12, actually, and it's called slave. And I was looking at it again this morning because I talked about it yesterday. And I was thinking about, there was something I saw that helped me understand what was going on, what goes on. Well, that's this girl, see, we look forward to growing up.
1: <laughs>
4: we look forward to being bigger. We look forward to our curves. Before we know what that means, before we understand the dangers and the threats of all of that, we look forward to these things. We look forward to even helping mommy. We see mommy works hard, we want to help her. So I'm watching this little girl who's eager to like prove to herself she's growing up and to her mother and her father, you know? Um, she wants to help with babysitting and she's like, Yeah, it was fun, it was fun. I get to do something new. <laughs> and then I'll watch her parents <laughs> and the whole family just kinda like take all kinds of advantage of this child, you know? Um, uh, <laughs> whereas the grandfather and the uncle are sitting there, you know, wanting grilled cheese sandwiches, the child at the stove cooking grilled cheese for these grown ass men. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you
4: know? <laughs> While her mother pours coffee for herself, you know? <laughs> And I was thinking about that excitement that comes along with being a maiden and with growing. And what kills that in us as women is once we grow into our bodies, we're starting, they start the shame program. They ramp it up even more. And the shame program that they teach us via the religions and the fake family codes that have been taught to them by the slave masters This is slave master culture we're living under, puritanical culture we're living under. This is not anything original. These are machinations and manipulations from original ways, and especially anything that takes us further and further still from women's divine sovereign right to occupy this unharmed. For me, It just helped me lock in on why women stop investing in themselves as a growing entity. It's something about those teen years, something about that sex force that stunts our growth, our concept of growth outside of growing outward. So now you're pushing humans out of your body, so you're growing outwardly. Not inward. Not changing, not introspection, the things I've been talking about since we've been on air January ninth, 2014. Okay? None of that. No, no, no. We don't have the spark anymore. Something steals our light. And I'm using that word because it's something that everyone can relate to. But y'all know I am not no light worker bitch. I don't preach that. I don't mean that light, that love, light, blind shit, that fake sun, raw culture shit. I don't mean that. I am talking about the soul, S-O-L, that divine spark that is inherent in you as a bearer of the divining womb that we have forgotten is in us because we have been taught to look at man as our reflection and as having the light of God in him. And he has... None This whole system has been set up To get us to believe that men are capable of the divine No man is divine except a divine womb Has put the spark in him or he has robbed it of another womb Let us remember that So we start to look for our, quote-unquote, other half. And they teach you to keep looking for God outside of you, your other half, your divine spark, your, quote-unquote, twin flame. They have all of these different ways and means of trying to get you to look at and to something that is outside of yourself instead of having it happen within you. This is why I keep calling these people Daughters of Eve, because they keep running to try to find it in man or give it to man or bring it up in man. And we're all cultured to be like this and to act this way and to forget that we are God. So the light gets robbed out of us via rape, sexual assault, sexual harassment, the predatory innate nature of men and boys, the boys on the playground, the titty grabbers, the bra snappers, the ass slappers, the lecherous men on the corner when you went to the store for bread because mother needed something for your siblings, the uncle who eyed you uncomfortably, the cousin who always rubbed his hard penis past you, These are the things that happen. See, I said before that men vibrate very low. And thanks be to Don Nicoleone for this one, that they are nothing more than one degree from being an animal. And most of them aren't even that. They vibrate very low, so they're easily possessed by any entity that would seek to use them as a vessel to attack you. And when we are not diligent with growing ourselves, we sometimes can outgrow the levels of protection that are necessary. You know, I'm so glad Muse Troy came through yesterday, and she talked about Kill Bill. And she was saying that it got to, oh, I can't remember the name of the, the woman, but basically it got to a point where she had to fight this one woman, and she had to get through all layers and layers of people before she became the queen, so to speak. And though she did take her crown, she still had to earn the right to take her crown. One well, gonna be no, just I came in here. She had to go through layer after layer after layer after layer of protection, access to that queen's crown. We have to have layer after layer after layer after layer of protection. On, over, and above Ourselves and our daughters Outside of the shit we've been taught Because it is not sufficient If it were Every faith on the planet Would be packed There would be no non-believers If the faiths that are out here The ones that you Can get a book on Even these fake ass spells You can go get a book on And yes, that shit is fake It's not real It's half true. If it were true that all of these faiths and things that are out here worked as said, as propagated, as put forth for every single one, there'd be no more of the things that go on this planet. See, there's something else at play going on here. And ignorance is a curse. I'm thankful to my spiritual mentor for that tidbit. She said that to me first. Ignorance is a curse, it's a curse. It is not bliss. It is the source of all unwisdom and misery. It's a curse. You are not absolved for what you do not know. You do not absolve other people for allegedly saying they didn't know. This is why I don't believe in apologies, and you won't see me issue them. Not too often. And when I do, I will say, I don't believe in apologies, but I want to say this to convey, I'm trying to convey something to you. So this is not an apology, but this is me conveying that I understand and I see things a different way or whatever the case might be. But you cannot absolve people of what has been done. You have to know how to make sure you're restored and that you've been compensated for what you've been made to go through in that restoration Sometimes we go out of our way, and we put ourselves in harm's way. We need to be restored. We don't know how to do those things. The ways and the means to do it have all been demonized. Fear is one of the primary slave chains that are binding people on this planet. Fear. Fear and ignorance together. My goodness, strange bedfellows are they. Strange bad Bedfellow. I had to check myself on this very thing, this whole restoration piece. When you're helping somebody and you watch them squander, you know, black women are just so blasphemous when it comes to this. You all are just blasphemous. How dare you sit in the presence of women who are priestesses? witches, healers, teachers, and not do anything with the information and then come in with questions and you never invest one thin dime in your own healing. (laughs) (laughs) Blasphemy! Blasphemous. Absolutely ridiculous. The black women I know who don't do that, they're very blessed. They have financial abundance. They have great things going on in their life. All the black women who expect people to just give and give and give and give and, give and never invest in themselves, you're cursed. And you deserve to be. Yep. You're cursed. You ain't got a pot to in or one to throw it out of. Your whole financial situation is going whoop. Deserves to happen because you have disrespected spirit. And whenever any of us dishonor spirit, we should get our asses tagged. We should. That's how we learn. That's how we get right back out of that shit, how we get out of stagnation and back in the flow, back in currency. You take whatever's whatever logged and dammed up your river, and you kick that bitch off to the side on the shore, and now your currents are flowing again. It's just that simple. You know, I had a couple of sisters who uh, they booked the readings that I offered recently I was doing the tarot and the karmic the karmic flow readings. And I'm still doing these readings by the way. And and it's been interesting <laughs> ever since I offered them how many sisters have come out of the woodwork. Um, like me, me, I need mine. I need to know this. Um, one of the things that I have been really helping the sisters to get though is just because you did one thing wrong doesn't mean everything has to be fucked up forever. Doesn't mean you got to, like, be punished for, like, six months or some shit. You can get out of that shit the next day. You can change your shit the next day. See, the future is not finite, y'all. It is infinite. It is filled with infinite possibilities. <laughs> infinite possibilities. I want y'all to know. Now, I have been talking about this quite a bit. But uh, I'm seeing a whole lot of attacks against black women. There is a, a energy right now, and I warned you all of this in July. We don't listen to the Oracle, and that's not my fault because I listen. <laughs> so now, you know, it's the damn grasshopper in the end. Oh, my God. It's the grasshopper and ant. Think about it. Way back, I think probably in June, did I not say that August was the month of sacrifice. Get your houses in order. Get your things together. Because come harvest time, there was going to be somebody trying to swoop in and snatch up all the shit you planted. And nobody listened. So all you people who didn't plant, you didn't do shit, you fucked around all summer, I'm kicking you to fuck off my island. No. You cannot have any of the shit that I have stored up because you couldn't be bothered to get your stuff together. See, when helping people hurts you. You know what? Let's just, let's just read the story. All right? All right. Let's just read the story. Sand and the grasshopper. In a field one summer's day, A grasshopper was hopping about, chirping and singing to its heart's content. An ant walked past, bringing along a great toil of an ear of corn. He was walking and, uh, wait, he was talking to the nest. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me back up. This is written terribly. Let me get another one. All right. This is a way better version. I hate when there's typos and stuff. (laughs) In a field one summer's day, a grasshopper was hopping about, chirping and singing its song to its heart's content. An ant walked by bearing along with great toil an ear of corn that he was taking to the nest. Why not come and chat with me, said the grasshopper, instead of toiling and moiling in that way. I am helping to lay up food for the winter, said the ant, and I recommend that you do the same. Why bother about the winter, said the grasshopper. We've got plenty of food at present. But the ant went on its way and continued its toil. Well, when the winter came, the grasshopper had no food and found itself dying of hunger. While it saw the ants distributing every day corn and grain from the stores they had received and collected in the summer, then the grasshopper knew, it's best to prepare for days of need. When helping people hurts you. See, they had enough to get them through. They didn't have enough for them and the lazy-ass fucking grasshopper who sat out all summer popping his fingers and food. Okay? Ain't had time for that. If they had spared some of their food for this much larger grasshopper, have y'all seen the size of a grasshopper? You know what, well, first of all, let me just tell you that, you know, there's real buggy around here, because I live close to some conservation land rather than in the city in the thick of it all, um, where the trains are and stuff. But I saw this grasshopper. It hopped off the damn banister. I was standing outside. Um, I think we were just doing barbecuing or something. I don't know, whatever the hell. Probably just having a smoke. Who knows? Might have just been having a sip. But we're standing outside, and this grasshopper hops out of nowhere off the banister and hops near my foot. And it was huge. So picture some huge motherfucker come to your house, all right? Some overeating motherfucker comes to your house. You got enough food for you and your children for tonight and lunch tomorrow. This motherfucker comes through. And now your children might not even eat tonight. Fuck a lunch tomorrow. That is what it is when you help people. It hurts you. Sometimes you can't. It's in your best interest to let them go their way and figure it out. You have helped them all you can. You don't have any more to give. I see we've got a couple of callers on the line, and y'all have been waiting patiently, some of you, for almost an hour. Let me go ahead and open the line. We've got 706 in the building. Peace be unto you. Welcome to the Angry Deezer's radio show. Hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I sure can. I sure can. Welcome. What
5: you got for me today? Hey, it's Cosme.
4: Hey, it's Cosme.
0: Hey, it's Cosme. Cosme.
5: Uh,
1: I'm
0: here
5: at work. So I, I'm here at work. Can't talk but just for a mm-hmm. second. Just want to stop by, leave some love, tell them, you know, to let people know you are telling the absolute truth. You know, I keep your tongue in my mouth all the time, so you know I, I have uh, her tongue in my mouth, and I don't have a problem with admitting to that. Um <laughs> yeah, you, have, <laughs> you, you have to. You have to. You have to. Take care of yourself, you have to, and most of the people out here, they're not, there are a group of people who really don't know, those people we're not talking about, she's not speaking right. we are speaking nope. of the people who, you know, they know, but they're lazy as fuck and they don't want to do the work that it takes to get to the next level, this is not easy work, it's not it won't, well, it will kill you. It'll kill you to the person you used to be to take you to the person you need to be. But it is work that can be done, and you have to take the time to do it. So, in the seasons of your life, take the time to do it. Stop vamping off of other people. Do what you got to do and step up to the next level because there's room at the next level for everybody. We're not the city society where, oh, we don't want you sitting at the table, but you got to earn your seat at the table so you can eat because you got to pay your Thank own here. You. you got to. So, you
4: know, I just wanted to say Cosmic. that. Thank you, baby. I, y'all, I love oh, you, will. Cosmic. She always come in with some beautiful <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I've I been
5: around a lot. I've been working, you know, down here in make football money, season. Honey. Well, you know, down here is football season, and I got a, a never-ending eater of a 13-year-old who uh, plays football, so I always Love. got to be working. And I thought about you, got you to the keep other day that because... Full. Yeah, please. And I thought about you the other day because why is there this humongous, beautiful spiderweb right when you walk out my door on the banister, I have to oh. duck so I don't hit it and knock it over. And the actual spider was sitting in there the other day. It was light brown. It looked spotted. I didn't want to even talk to it because, you know, I, yeah, you're outside. Oh, my I, God. Yeah, this um, is yeah, some of
4: them, yeah. I don't like the way that sounds. I, I, ooh. Um, I'm itching. Yeah like, and I'm not like, good. I <laughs> right. And <laughs> some here some I go.
5: Very I can't knock it down. Yeah, I go, I can't knock it down because, you know, it's a word. They're they giving me a word right. from the other side, but, who this ain't going to kill me and my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I but I thought of you. I thought of you I, I thought of you. I thought of you. I thought of you. So when I see it, I just try and make sure that I don't disturb it because it's doing mighty work. I just don't want it to work in my house. Invite me in my home.
4: Yeah, I, I just—I speak to them, mother. Just just talk to it and tell it, listen, you are free to stay out here. You don't hurt me. I won't hurt you. Spiders are actually, because they're feminine, they're female. So they'll mm-hmm. listen. I got a spider been living in my closet the past two years. When I moved in, the motherfucker was up in the corner. I said to the spider, as long as you stay there and I don't come in here to get no clothes and you dance down on me, you'll live.
0: The spider is yes, still right yes. there in the closet in the same corner.
4: <laughs> right.
5: Right. And they're they're starting to they're starting to surround my house with webs. So I don't know if this is some kind of ancient ritual. I don't know what it is, but oh, I do girl, have to go. And
4: that's I get a lot back. of grandmother I... energy. You go ahead. I know. We'll hit each other. Yeah. Up, you you can know go what I mean.
5: ahead. meet um, me back. Okay. Meet me back. But I just wanted to say I love you. I'm so so proud of you. Do not. I know you won't let anything stop you. But you know, I just put it on record. Anything that comes against her. She do got a mama. She got a mama. And she got a crone. And we got we kind of enjoy beating that ass when you mess with our babies. So let's just not mm-hmm. go there. Let's see the crones in our place of peace and just rocking and humming and being as happy as we want to be because you mess with That's my baby. Right. I'm coming after you. All guns blazing. So love you, honey. Love I'll you. talk to
4: you later. I love you, too. Okay, have a beautiful day at work, y'all. That's cosmic. You, and too. I love
0: her. <laughs>
4: I'm going to mute you back There you go I love her
0: <laughs> Yeah girl
4: Spiders. Yeah. Spiders. Some divine weavers baby Those divine weavers Oh my goodness I think that was like the first class I ever taught Yep Valkyrie can attest to that too That was my very first spiritual class That I ever taught The divine weaver Wow And I taught about spider medicine I taught about weaving The weaving arts Language Women's origins We really went in And um, you know how to be a divine weaver In your own life And how to channel the energy of Grandmother Spider Into your life Cosmic, hit me up You know what I mean? Let's, let's... Good reminder Perfect reminder Thank you Wow. I love when that happens. That's got me thinking about spiders now. You know, I went, my neighbor up the street has a little miniature horse, little pony, and um, a couple of ducks and a goat. and <laughs> She's got all these cats. <laughs> she just really loves animals. So I go up there and I take the horse an apple, right? And I didn't know that all the other animals were back there. I just knew about the horse because I could hear the horse name. <laughs> I can hear horse I already knew about the horse anyway though I told y'all about the horse on the air In a show sometime back in February And I said back then that when the weather got nice I was going to take an apple to the horse Well, you know, the weather's been nice for a long ass time But anyhow, I went and did that I go back there and I started to feel a little bad Because I didn't know about the other animals I didn't have anything for them But I go over to look at the kitty cat And there's this huge and i do mean huge brown recluse spider like the size of i ain't never seen before and i have been off in the fucking woods in new hampshire camping and seen these motherfuckers you know i don't think that i am uh i don't think that i'm that kind of outdoorsy anymore I used to be, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think that me and the bugs and the whole nastiness can get along like that anymore. But anyhow, I thought it was so interesting that there was this huge fucking web and this spider living in this cat kennel. And she had, it was like big, huge space outdoor that she had set up, almost like a, you know how they do chicken coops, but it was like a cat coop, <laughs> kitty
0: coop. <laughs> I'm gonna
4: trademark that. Somebody else does so the kitty coop uh was all set up in the backyard and everything was you know doing what it do and I, I saw the spider in there and i just thought that that was so interesting that they were coexisting in that space you know that this dangerous spider that's dangerous to animals especially and can kill animals was just chilling wasn't bothering nobody the cats were not gonna bother the spider and the spider wasn't going to bother the cat. So nobody was going to get hurt. <laughs> After I started teaching that Divine Weaver class, and Cosmic, I know you're listening, Mama. You're on mute. After I started teaching that Divine Weaver class, one of the lessons <laughs> that I, I made sure I imparted, I started giving, like, little funny spider whiz, Spider wisdom witticisms. Jeez, let's get, say that shit three times fast. I dare you to see if you don't fuck it up. Anyway, a spider went witticism. witticisms. <laughs> and I said, this was one morning after going for coffee. And I said, wisdom of the spider, always look before you leap. And that lesson came from me going out with my morning coffee to go stand out and watch the sunrise like I do doing my outdoor park meditation and you know I walk right into a spider web because I didn't look first look before you leap <laughs> walk right into it Yes, our animal friends, they come to give us lessons and wisdom. So cosmic, you know, that sounds to me like some new beginnings. Spiders represent creation. You see a spider in its web. You see a spider weaving a web. You see a spider sitting in a woven web. Um, Your home is very, very comfortable for spider wisdom. Don't be afraid of them. Do be cautious because some, y'all, you down south, baby. Oh, my God. I can only imagine the size of these motherfuckers. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. I can only imagine. You know, I love spiders, but um, I don't like them in my house either. I know you remember, Cosmic, you got to remember this. I was in my craft room, and this was during the wintertime. I was actually making a pair of gloves that were commissioned um, from me by my bestie. And I, they were fingerless gloves, and I made the buttons and everything myself. So it's sterling silver with Swarovski crystals and amethyst gemstone beads that I turned into buttons and stitched them into this thing and, you know, did the whole thing, whatever. Anyhow, so I'm putting these together. I was actually crocheting them still. I was sitting there, and I'm counting my stitches and making sure everything's in line and perfect. And wouldn't you know, this little spider – this little teeny baby spider comes, you know, crawling out. And I thought, I says to myself, it's one of those pieces of yarn that you snip that's moving every time you breathe. Because it only moved every time I exhaled, right? So I guess, true to form, the path of my breath was agitating the spider because soon enough it sure hell did turn around and reveal that it was indeed a spider rearing back on its little legs and stuff. And I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) wrapped it in my candle glass and I was like you were in my space you know I am working here what do you want so I just kind of kept it under the glass because I needed to see what kind of spider it was, it was little it was black you know I couldn't really tell so I started looking up the different kinds of spider it could be and come to find out it was a female mouse spider mouse spiders are poisonous So I kept it in the glass, and I would open up the glass and get air in there every day and stuff. And, you know, I was posting updates about me and the spider on Facebook, and my friends were like, you still haven't killed
0: that fucking thing? (laughs) What are you nuts? (laughs) Like, what are you nuts? Have you lost your damn mind? You
4: know? And I'm like, it ain't going to hurt me. It's in the glass, you know? So the reason I didn't put it outside I couldn't. It was snow. It was so much snow. It was, it's cold in Boston, y'all. It was all this snow on the ground, and it was snowing the day that this shit happened. It was snowing outside. And I was like, I can't put this spider out there. It's going to die in, like, three seconds. You know, like, what am I going to do? I could put it in the basement, but then I can't go down there and do shit no more because it's already enough goddamn poisonous spiders in that basement. <laughs> Funny enough, I've never been bit. If I got to bring a service person down to the basement you know, somebody coming to work on the gas or some shit or something happens to the heat or whatever, plumber or something like that has to come through, they get bit. But I don't get bit when I go down there. The spiders don't mess with me. So (laughs) I kept it in a glass. And eventually it did die. I was all sad when it died and stuff. um, Because I was like trying to find little bugs and stuff to feed it. And I didn't know what they eat. I was trying to look up what it eats and talking to my friends on Facebook about it. It was a whole ordeal. But I kept that spider cosmic and I put it in a little jar and I kept it as a charm and as a message and a lesson to remind me of the wisdom and the wit of the spider, of the divine weaver that I am, of my ability to create a new life via what is already within me. See, that's how these spiders make their webs. It it comes out of them. It's a part of them. It's an enzyme that they create, you know, like Angry Divas, the black feminine enzyme, you know. It's something that they create to make a new life for themselves. So, Mother, the message and the lesson is get creative. Get real creative. See, that little spider came to me while I was in a creative flow, and it brought me even greater creative energy. On top of that, it blessed my creations because it was crawling all over my damn gloves. And I made so much off of my creations that evening. <laughs> crawling all over my shit. You know, I mean, spider blessed my deck of cards, all kinds of stuff. That spider was all over my stuff. I finally got that little thing trapped under my candle glass. It blessed all sorts of things. Blessed my craft table and everything, you know. Create something new. So I'm glad you came through with that bit of wisdom, and I'm going to tuck that away for myself as well. And I see we're drawing short on time on the show here. What I'm going to do is actually bring it to a close because, you know know what, Diva got other stuff she got to do today, y'all. Love you, but got other stuff to do. So speak now forever hold your peace. If you wanted to call in and say something, 347-826-9930. Again, three four seven eight two six nine nine three zero. And um call on in. I see we've got our nine one six caller back with us nine one six five four six. Did you wanna say something or weigh in and ask a question before we eased on down the road? Nine one six five four. Oh, that's right. This is our I be at work on mute caller. Peace to you, sister. Make that money, honey. Make that money. Anyhow. We're going to bring it to a close, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Peace be unto you and all that good.